Welcome back to Happily Bored. I'm Jenna. I'm Chuck. And we are back. We went MIA for a couple weeks. Couldn't get our shit together. We weren't arguing or being nasty or anything. We just had a lot of shit. We just, it was everything. The calendar was overpacked. And we're trying to get back on track. And you made me change locations again. And I made you change locations again. So now we're not in the living room anymore. We are down in the basement. But now I can see you without craning my neck. Well, that's because now I have it set up. And that's the reason why we're also a little late is I was still trying to work out some technical details is now I've got it so I can flip monitors around and completely reconfigure my desk so we can see across to each other. <laughs> each have our own screen. It's not complicated our, at all. It's it's pretty studio set up now. But um, are you calm? Like, it's much easier, right? You just, because you're at well, your desk. And it'll be easier to get everything prepped and ready. The only question is how long do I get to keep it this way? Until I will commit day? to at least the end of the year. Oh, dear. <laughs> hey, that's longer than anywhere else we've been. <laughs> Yeah, you do like to move. I can't help it. It's really bad. <laughs> All right. So the first thing, as always, that we get to discuss is our... Uh-oh. Sorry for the little noise that came across on the recording. This could be a potentially evil... This will allow me to actually give you stars easier. This, I love that this is like... It popped up like, this could be a very bad document. Don't open it. I agree. Let's not open it. <laughs> All right. So our goals... It's going to be a little screwed up because like Jenna said, we're, we're playing catch up. Yeah. So uh, we're going to have the goals this time in our next recording. We won't have one, uh, but you did not vacuum the loft stairs. The stairs. No, no, you, you get it. No, I get nothing. <laughs> oh, rude. Uh, you removed the dust and dusted the returns. No, Go ahead. you're looking. <laughs> uh, you made dinner three of seven nights. Yes. Yeah, that one week. That yes. One. And actually, see, look, copy, paste. <laughs> there's your little star. Look at that. Yeah, you got a star. Oh, and it's yellow. I'm so So happy. for me, finishing my arcade button. Oh, that fucking arcade button. Yeah, that fucking arcade button. Now, I did make progress. A part that was really scaring me that was kind of making me procrastinate a little bit. Yeah. I was able to figure that out. So that's a thing for that part, but I still failed. Oh, the front yard got weeded. By Gabby. You, I outsourced. You outsourced to Gabby. So, yes, yeah, you get a ding there. Um, editing videos and getting them out. No, there's a couple that I have footage for that I need to. Get out. Well, you're not going to have any excuse this coming week. Yeah, you're going to be gone. I'm going to be gone all yeah. week long. So, now researching containers for the reorg. We did that. We did that. We even purchased some. And I even started reorganizing stuff. And I got. Okay, stop that. And, and, then, and I reorganized. Uh, I would cabinet. say the spice cabinet on the bottom shelf. There's three shelves. The bottom shelf where all the spices and crap was. I've reorganized all of that. So we have the other two shelves that have like tea and coffee and right. miscellaneous crap. We still have to figure that out. And we're not going to include the goals in our next recording. Because if we would have recorded this at the right time, we would have not gotten as far as we have on the kitchen. But I think we should just give ourselves credit early. Yeah, I think so, too, yeah, because totally. we'll get even farther. <laughs> so what's going to happen by the next podcast is the kitchen will have pantry will have been um, started powers. to be rearranged because I still don't have every basket, but or every bin, but it's a start. Well, we're getting rid of the, the little rolly thing. And I want to say that setup. our refrigerator has never been as organized as it is. And for as long as it's been organized, I have been doing, I want a little bit of props. I've been doing yeah, a really nice job of keeping effect. that refrigerator organized and clean. Oh, no. <laughs> it's been since July. Yeah, it's been a while. And as soon as I see something like, oh, that's not right. I pull it out. <laughs> Praise Jesus. So, it's yeah. It stays that way. Well, no, because you know what? I told you, I have this weird thing. Like it started off clean and fresh and brand new. Uh-huh. I have to keep it that way. Yeah. I don't know why I am the way I am. <laughs> right. But once it gets past a certain point, you're like, yeah. No. No, I, I like the way the fridge looks like. You open it up and it's like, oh, you can see everything. Nothing's weird. Everything's viable. Mm. It's nice. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to get my hopes up. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm guarded. Anyway, so uh, during... Uh, so it was your birthday, and I had It planned. was my birthday. I turned 24. <laughs> Backwards. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so I I had actually planned. I know. Well, and I said, and and, this is what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I, well, because I came up to you and I said, we're not playing game shit. What would you like to do for your birthday? Right. And I said, oh, this is what I want to do. And I was actually had it planned and set up and ready to go and we were going to. And then we were just like, well, I kind of was like, because you were like, well, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, and I was like, go. you know what? I'm enjoying now. just chilling out and right. hanging with you. And you were giving me time, which is my love language. Yeah. <laughs> so we were going to walk you to the. the we weren't going to walk. We were going to take you to the uh, and walk around. The you were. Yeah. You were going to take me to the sunflower field. Yep. And then you even were like, well, the bees. And I think I did mention this in the other podcast. Yes. I was worried about you and, and the bees. <laughs> uh, so we did not end up doing that because you did. You were enjoying us just hanging out together. And we continued that. And I got a nap. You got a nap. That's nice. Well, I was like, you want to get a nap? I said, do you want to get up or you want to? So we had dinner and stuff. We, we went and found ourselves. an amazing sushi place. And you did enjoy that. That was really good. Um, And it did not break the budget. No. So you still... <laughs> Well, and that brought up the other thing too. Well, the thing that was really pissed me off too is I asked you what kind of cake you would like. So I got you an ice cream cake. And well, I didn't piss you chip. off. Hmm? I didn't. No, piss you, you off. didn't piss me off. I wanted a Baskin Robbins chocolate cake with mint I- chocolate chip ice cream. Right, and I I tried to order on the website for three days. Said no, no, not working, not working. It and it was so corny too when the thing would just time out trying to ring up the cart. Oh my god! It would say. Oh, looks like something's quote frozen. Ah. Like fucking a, <laughs> so annoyed. That's funny. And I kept doing that, and then I went to the store. Well, I tried calling the store. Oh yeah, no, no. Whole day. you can't call anybody anymore. It's ridiculous, motherfucker. So then I went to the store the next day, and she's like, "Oh well, we usually need two more days of notice." And I'm like, "Well, I've been trying to reach you for a week, so how about you make this cake?" And she was like, <laughs> "Well, we can't really do. It. We need two days notice." And she's giving me the the look of like. There's nothing else to say, you know, like, oh, like she's expecting you now. to turn around and leave. Like, right. oh, okay, you can't. And do again, it. it's because so many people don't like confrontation to the point that they'll just walk away. It's fucking and cake like, and ice cream. I'm like, <laughs> it's not that difficult. It's gonna make me cake. So I was like, she's like, look at me. She's like, can I help you? I said, no, you can give me my cake. She's like, well, you're gonna need two days. I said, how about you talk to your manager because I've been waiting for three or trying to get a hold of you for a week. So I tried to give you notice. You didn't take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she goes back. She goes, yeah, my manager said we can go ahead and get it for you. Let's get the information. Right. And then I was like, could you, instead of them being just like little carnation flowers, can you just instead, when you're using the coloring to make the same flowers anyway, can you make them like all uh, yellow, you know, yellow with a brown middle. So it'd look like sunflowers. She's like, we can't do that. <laughs> I'm like, you bitch, you're just mad because you have to make my cake tomorrow. But you got the cake and it so was wonderful. Cake. It was good. And it was mint. Yeah. And it's sad for your mom because she doesn't like mint, but oh well, it was your But birthday. I went and got some little mini bunt cakes, the little yeah. nothing bunt cakes, and she eat. was happy. And they're your, it's your birthday, so you give what you want. Yeah. And uh, none of that cake went to waste. Nope. I made <laughs> I sure. Noticed. I made sure. I was like, God damn, that thing's gone. <laughs> Killed it. So um, I paced myself. You had a good birthday. Well, anyway. The- I did have a nice birthday. Thank you. <clears throat> Oh, uh, you're welcome. And later on during the week, we were sitting around, and what Joe was asking what my note was, Alex was showing us some songs on his phone, and I made the comment that that definitely was a like a violin-sounding instrument. And some reason, you were ready to like pick a fight, because you start getting mad. You're like, that's not, that's a, a guitar. And I'm like... It sounds like a guitar, but it said it's a bowstring instrument. It sounds like a bowstring instrument. And you're like, you can't tell that. I'm like, yes, you can. <laughs> and then the one thing you did that really upset me and annoyed me was you you started arguing with Alex against me. And I'm sitting there going, whoa, simmer down. Want? And then you said, you said, well, you're always right. You're always right. And then here's the thing. When we first got together. I would never let anything go. I was always right. You're totally 100% correct. Then the same thing in the last three years. I've said I'm wrong. And I apologize. And I was wrong about that more than anybody in this house. Okay. Easily. So that whole. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're never wrong. Huh? That's sort of mocking and saying that I never admit I'm wrong. I'd like that to be put to bed because right. that's not been the way it's that's been fair. for four years. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. 
Um, but the point that I was making is, and I did some research to make sure I was right. A guitar has that pluck sound, so it starts off high and then it goes down pretty quickly because it's a pluck. And the bow's got like a consistent sound. But when I was researching it, it was really crazy because they're like, if someone's like super talented, they can make the bow sound the same both directions. Whereas normally most players, you can tell if it's an upswing or a downswing on the bow. Just yeah, because, because like, the they don't pressure. know how to keep. Yeah. Well, because apparently when you're pushing it, it's easier to keep the pressure on. But yes. When you're pulling it, you have to have more strength. Right. And then you have to like consciously balance it out. So it sounds the same. Right. But anyway, so that was the point I was trying to make. And all of a sudden things went crazy. And then, um, as we're sitting there, I was talking. So we had that quasi argument. And um, what had happened was, I was, what had happened was, what happened was, <laughs> I was telling Alex that I wanted to show that song that I showed him the other day, I wanted to show mommy. And it was basically in this 1980s video game. There was this song that later became this well known EDM song. And I wanted to show you the original one that sounded crappy with 80s or like arcade sound effects. Oh, yeah. And then have you hear the new one. Right, right, right. So then he, again, not medicated, keeps jumping out and mentioning the new name and trying to play it on his phone. I was like, stop, stop. So he got upset. I'm like, Alex, stop it. I'm trying to show mommy this first. And he's not hearing me. And then finally, I was like, whatever, forget it. Just drop it. Well, then he's getting ready to go to bed and he goes to hug me and he looks away from me and I'm hugging him and I'm like, okay, I'm going to tickle him. I'm going to mess with him. I'm mess with right, him. right. And he starts pulling away, but he's not looking at me. He was looking in my direction and he's he looked very you. upset. Right. And I can't see any of it. And I'm like, wow, you're getting strong, man. And I thought I was playing with and him. And he starts he's, pulling he's away. stronger. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he rips his arm away and I'm like, whoa. And I hear you go whoa what's wrong and then i let go immediately i'm like what the hell is up yeah because his face like, changed like mad. when he ripped his arm out of your hand because you guys were kind of playing tug of war a little bit right. like you were pulling on him he was pulling away and he looked like he was trying to be mad but also wanting to smile right. which is why i didn't say anything at first but when he finally got his hand away like the look on his face like he was upset right and i was like whoa dude what happened and that's where i was like whoa i was like did dad so hurt you like what happened so I'm like, whoa. So then and he didn't um, say anything. He was just like, nothing. I'm yeah. So he was all angry and stuff. So the thing <laughs> was, is I told him, I was like, dude, I'm sorry. If you wanted to get away, I, I, I never want to hold you against your will. I right. thought we were playing and wrestling and, um, you know, thought we were trying to have some fun. And then, um, I was really upset that he was upset afterwards. So I ended up after you and I had talked, I went upstairs and I said, you know, I'm sorry. I did not mean to hold you against your will. That was not. I thought you were playing. Right. And he's like, I understand. And uh, basically he accepted my apology. And then um, we did circle back the next day. And I told him, I said, the reason why I was getting upset about the joke thing is I said, it'd be like you coming up and telling me a joke yesterday. And then you going to try to tell mommy the joke. And I'm going, Hey, check out the punchline, check out the punchline. Like I would had a story I wanted to tell her. And then you got involved and tried to finish it. I'm like, right. you know, you and he was like, ahead. And he, he didn't apologize. And he apologized. He goes, I understand now. He didn't understand at the time. Right. Um, so that was, we got resolution on that. And I told him, I was like, if you're upset about something, you have to express it. You can't be mad at the other person if they don't know that you're upset. And you want, you know, if you don't voice it. You right. Voice it, you know. So that was educational, I would say, in the end. Um, yep, yep. So that was good. And then. Um, well, it's funny because that all happened around the same time the news was blowing up. Yeah. About the Gabby girl. And every time you say it, I think Gabby upstairs. Now you're talking <laughs> about this other Gabby girl. And so you were like, what's the deal with that chick? And why am I supposed to care? Well, actually, I went to, I went to you at first and I was like, I saw a meme today. And I kind of have to agree with it because it was. um it was pulling a race card and it was saying, why are all these oh. people worried about this one white girl that went missing? Right. Yeah. When there's like 50, when there's like 50, tons of other people thousand, of color, you know, yeah, indigenous and so it was pulling, it was pulling a race card. And I was like, I kind of wondering what the hell is the big deal about this? Yeah, so and then like, you, why and why am I supposed to care? And then you were like, here's why. All right. So we're back. I had to adjust some sound things. 
until we get used to it. Hopefully this is better. We'll see. All right. Anyway, so we were chatting about the... Gabby. The missing Gabby. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, "What? what's the big deal here? <laughs> you literally said, what's the deal with this Gabby chick and why am I supposed to care? <laughs> right. What's What's the big deal? People go missing all the time. Yeah. Tourists get stolen in other countries. Right. But so there what was, was the deal? so much stuff that was getting blown up on social media because not only did the police release the um, dash cam and body cam footage of the officer that uh, responded to a 911 call about them from a mm-hmm. stranger um, who saw them arguing and stuff. But people had also like ran into the boyfriend and were posting on social media like, oh, I gave him a ride. Oh, I did this. Oh, I did that. And right. um, in fact, this one lady, she posted a whole thing on TikTok about like, this is really strange, you know, blah, blah, blah. And this is where we took him and whatever. And that actually ended up helping them find her remains. Okay. So the the takeaway that you were telling me was that it was like one of the first times that level of abuse behavior. But it was, yeah, that was, was the whole thing. Like it was getting, on camera and... yeah. So the two of them had a very dysfunctional relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, doing research on it and stuff, like it turned out that they met uh, in New York And that's where she'd graduated from high school or whatever. And like within a couple of months, she was moving in with him and his family in Florida. So kind of like when I went to Texas. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like when it was like, okay, well, now that we're together, you come live with me. And I've got you. And I've got you. And and you're nowhere near your family. Right. You have no support system. And her whole thing was she wanted to be a travel blogger. And so Mm -hmm. they had this converted van into like a a camper thing. Okay. Nothing ever comes good out of converted vans. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Got some puppies in here. But they were driving. And so she was constantly posting like on Mm -hmm. her social media and trying to get it going. And then she was also texting with her mom and stuff. And like apparently after she like without them realizing she was missing, some of her texts started coming in weird. Mm-hmm. And she started referring to her grandfather as by his first name, which she'd never done before. Mm-hmm. And then um, she got a ran the mom got a random text like, uh, I'm going to be in Yosemite, no soul service. And she was just like, this is not her. Mm-hmm. And so she start she filed a missing report. Um, and then ultimately they ended up finding, you know, finding her and stuff. But their whole relationship seemed toxic because everybody like they got nine one one was called on them mm-hmm. because they were having an argument and somebody said they saw him slap her a couple times. Wow, okay. She was punching him. She was hysterical, and at no point did she stop crying when the cop was talking to her. Like he's like she never was able to catch her breath. She couldn't stop crying. Like she thought he was gonna leave her and run away, and she was apologizing. Like I'm so sorry. I just have OCD, and I was obsessively cleaning the van, and he got upset. And like just for the record, if you obsessively clean everything, I will not get upset. I know. <laughs> just just saying. But the dad even was like, she didn't have OCD. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's like, I don't know what's going on there. But then even like reports from a, a restaurant that the two of them were at, like he got into a fight with a manager, a waitress, I think a bartender or something about cash or money or mm-hmm. the bill or something. And like she ended up coming back and was crying and apologizing for him and like all this wow. stuff. Like it's just that's not a good situation. No, it's that's a lot of. But it's a it's a different yes. type of thing because so much social media was involved and instagram posting and tiktok and people talking about this like it's a different scale like we've never seen a missing person have so many but i think you were saying to me also that the the type of view abuse is normally so hidden and so behind the scenes we don't tell anybody about yeah, it nobody talks about it and so now there's this thing where we need to end domestic violence right and right. we need to get awareness out more and that it's actually one in four people right are are in a domestic abuse situation but the thing is the video gave like a clear example video documented of what it looks like and the progression of how it starts off small. And I don't know that the video was showing like the progression, but it was clearly like she is covering for him. Right. Like she has been hurt and she's apologizing for him. And here's what that looks like. Right. 
you know, oops, sorry. So um, something to be a good example for a young girl to notice and say, if you see things like this, this is not right. Warning, warning, red flag. Why are you crying and apologizing for cleaning something? Right. Why oh, are God. you That's worried? That's a dream right there. I think I've had sex dreams about that type of thing. <laughs> My, your wife was obsessively cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not Monica Geller. <laughs> Get in the corner. Get in the corner. Dirty corner. Why are you crying Yeah. and worried that the person that you're with is going to leave you on the side of a road in a state that you've never even been to? Right. You should never have that fear. And have you been threatened with that before? Well, right. And, you know, and why, you know. So it got, a, it got and us So then it became like well. a he said, she said, right? Because he's like, well, I told her to go take a walk. And then she was like, oh, yeah. Well, I started it because I punched him in the arm. Yeah, it's my fault. It wasn't. Right. Him. He's a good guy. Oh, so you punched him in the arm. So he thought, oh, well, okay, I can slap her now. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. But what brought it up, what the other thing was, is that the what's not mentioned a lot is that this also happens to men. Yeah. More often than people even realize. And it happened to you. Yeah. And that's that's the one thing that, you know, um, I've discussed multiple times. Like, you know, even when I was with my ex, when I left her, I said, you know, 50-50, I allowed things to happen. And I didn't uh, take care of myself when I should have. Right. And I am responsible for that. But it's so easy because, for example, with my ex... You know, we, I lived here. I graduated high school. In Virginia. And um, we started dating up. It was supposed to be a hookup. Ended up she uh, kept ha- hanging around. And things were going good. This sounds oddly familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Red flag, red flag. I'm a lot of things in it and try to be hookups and they just, <laughs> they don't go away. You're not that kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but basically, yeah. So we were like, well, things are cheaper. I'm ch- I could get my computer career started in Texas, whatever. And her family lived there. Her family lives there. What was she, she doing here? Home. Uh, her ex brought her here or something. It was something like that. Um, but she was in Virginia and then I took her home. And then once I had her there, I was... There was nothing I could do. I, you took I was her stranded. to her home. I helped her go home, and we lived with her parents. But you didn't have while. her there. She had you. You just didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was at her mercy because she knew I had nowhere I could go. I couldn't run in the night. I couldn't flee. I had no other people there to support me. Right. Um, and basically, it was you know she would. And then, like, she would get upset and stuff like that. And it, it started off, you know, rather I would do something to piss her off or upset her in some way, and she would smack at me or she would throw a, a jar of pencils at me, whatever. So it didn't um, even start with, like, mind games? She went straight to the physical? Well, when she would get pissed, she would she would go physical really quick. Oh, wow. And then she would, you know, she would play mind games and stuff like that, but it, it grew subtly over time. To the point where one night I was out later than she expected. I came home and she started throwing. It was around Halloween time and she was throwing pumpkins at me. Pumpkins. Like. Like full on. 20 pound 10, 20 pumpkins. Pound pumpkins. <laughs> put a dent in the Red Explorer. Oh, God. On the corner of the hood. Um, but yeah, so that it just became normal and stuff. And, you know, a lot of people are like, well, how can that happen to men? You know, men are strong. They could, you know, whatever. Well, the thing is, I was raised. You don't hit women. You don't you know, abuse women. I saw my mom being kind of shoved around and stuff like that when I was yeah. younger. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. Right. It didn't stop her from doing that. And when I even told my mom, about it, I was like, I was taught not to hit women. She mom goes, well, that's if she's acting like a woman, if she's not acting like a lady anymore, then defend yourself. And I was like, well, now you tell me. Oh my God. Um, How about you? Neither of you hit each other. <laughs> well, no, to defend myself. Is well, what defend she was yourself is one thing, but like, um, yeah. But that's the thing is it was like, well, I was so upset because of this. And, of course, with my my alcoholic parents' background and stuff like that, I'm a fixer. So, mm. so many times you hear that women want to fix men. Sometimes men want to fix women too. Um, you know, and I was like, okay, she's we've had good times together. She's capable of it. And it's so easy to say, well, we had a great time together. She's the person she really is. Beyond these issues is a good person. Right, right. And the person I love is just buried underneath all this stress and all these other factors. And if I just keep her happy, 
Right. And if I could just find a way to make her happy, mm-hmm. then she, I get she to have that good side. <laughs> I get to have the good side. Right, right, right. And you convince yourself that um, things can be fixed, things can be better, and they will be better if you keep trying, mm. that you are stuck in this cycle of, um, well, if I leave her, then it's like, and then there's a point where it's been long enough, you're like, well, if I leave her, then it was all for naught. And I don't want all these things that I've gone through to be done in vain. So I feel like you convince yourself like they're almost there. They're almost going to hit this magic spot where everything is great. Right. Meanwhile. And if things are actually just getting worse and worse. Um, and it got to the point where people were telling me they're like, this is not going to last. This is not good. You need to get away. And Did, I, was like, I mean, well, were you, would you have like bruises and stuff? Like were people seeing. No, it wasn't like bruises and stuff. You? Well, um, it wasn't like, uh, the way it would normally be with a guy, uh, attacking a girl where it would be like, I ran into the door. It wouldn't be stuff like that, right, but it right, would right. be like, um, if she threw a thing of pencils at me, there might be a mark on my arm from when the little jar thing blew off. There would be stuff getting broken because she was mad. And she wanted to show how angry she was and right. have evidence of it through something being broke. Right. Um, so it was, it was more stuff like that. And it was. So she didn't like hands on. Oh, she would hit me and stuff like that, but oh. I don't bruise easily. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. That's you true. know, and I, you know, when I've asked you to roll my back, I'm like, punch my back. And like, I did just for fun to be like, okay, well, is this what? And you were like, yes, that actually feels good. I'm like, right. okay, weirdo. <laughs> well, it's because I got. You thick. have really thick skin. Yeah. Like, so it, it. Literally thick skin. Yeah. <laughs> So, but the thing is, is so like bruises wouldn't show up on me. If it was you, they would have been bruises. Like the, the amount that she would hit with you, it would have bruised. Oh, she'd hit me. If she would, if my skin was like yours and she had hit me, gotcha, then, gotcha. I would have bruised then. Yeah. Oh, wow. um, okay. But like I said, I'm, I'm a perfect <laughs> partner to abuse because none of the bruises show up. Yay. Oh my God. Like, um, okay. So we've never really like talked in depth like this. Right. About this topic. And it's, I guess, oddly appropriate because it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yes. Um, okay. Did she hit you in the face? No. Oh, it was always the body? It was usually in the chest. Oh. Or it would be the back of the arm or something because she would be trying to pick a fight. She'd be trying to oh, gotcha. to uh, get a rise out of me. Okay. Um, And I would yell back at her. And was be she trying to screaming. get you to hit her? No. Oh. It wasn't like she was trying to bait me. She was... Um, the young age where, and you, you did this when I first met you and, and the, if you care, and this is from a lot of your past relationships, if you care, you'll yell. If you care, you'll be emotional. It wasn't that if you care, it was, I didn't know any other way. Right. I know what I'm saying though. And I'm not saying that you were at all going down a path of an abuser or anything. What I'm saying is, is that. I've seen a lot of people that they yeah. are like, if you're sitting there and you're talking to me calm, then you don't care because mm. I should be, if I'm upset with you, it should be upsetting you. You should be pet. Yeah. It should be hurting your feelings and you should care and, and fight you know, for me. Right. Yeah, exactly. And you know, with my ex, I would scream and yell and stuff back at her. And that's, um, and if I wanted to leave, I would squeal my tires leaving, to make sure she hears me, oh. she would do the same sort of stuff to make sure to make a huge exit and hoping to get me to chase her. Uh-huh. She would chase me. Oh, that's wow. again the reason that's why. Dangerous. That's the reason why. When we first started dating, and I said, "Okay, I'm done. We're not talking. We're not having a good, effective communication here." And I was like, "I'm going to come back when you're ready to talk." And one time, you tried to follow me and chase after me, and I snapped back at you and I looked at you like. With cold eyes, and I said, "Don't ever chase me when I'm leaving. If I'm done talking with you, don't come after me." Yeah, and then you. I'm done the door, talking. And I was just like, "What?" And <laughs> that's where that came from. Is I was like, "No, no, no. If I say I'm done talking, don't chase after me." Right. Um. So, but yeah, that's the thing. Is like ultimately, my brain. I just kept thinking, like, I spent all this time investing. I I, I don't want to give up on it. And you were together how long? Uh, five years total. Which now is like a joke. Yeah, but when you're 19, yeah, that's a significant, significant time. I mean, you're becoming an adult with this person. Yeah, and I um, 
you know, we had all kinds of plans and stuff. And also my dog. You know, I had to leave my dog. The poor dog. Man, you you were like a bad country song. Your ex. Oh, I know. Your dog. Everything got left in Texas. <laughs> yeah. And I actually had to hide my vehicle behind my friend's house because it was a very real possibility that she would go and like slash try to slash the tires to keep me from oh my leaving. God. Um, when I, before I left, when I was separated with her and she knew I was planning to leave. Um, so you did, well, you were able to like get separated. I had a girlfriend for like a three week period. So I didn't know that. Oh yeah. So how did you get her well, to agree the thing to separate funny. you without killing you? No, no, no. <laughs> she, uh, so before this happened, she had her best friend from growing up move in with us. Woman? This woman. Okay. Who was as nasty, like 500 pound fat chick she used to do drugs with, which I didn't know she used to do drugs with. But she's the one where I told you, like, she had such stinky clothes and everything in her bedroom and her hygiene was so bad that if her door got cracked a half an inch, you could smell it downstairs. Ew. It was disgusting. Ew. Um, (laughs) That's gross. Yeah, it was bad. So um, they decided to get a house on their own. And they just left me in the townhouse. So she left you. She she left me. That's weird. Because she'd started using hardcore drugs and stuff like oh. this. And apparently, I didn't know at the time, but she was sleeping with my former best friend when I lived in Texas. Not the one you know of. No, no, no. I know. The other guy. So she um, she was cheating on you, doing drugs. Yeah. And trying to get kids this whole time? No, the kids came later. Oh. Did you make well, up? Well, so so we were separate. Yeah, so we were oh, separated. <laughs> and then the the friend uh, who was leaving his wife, um, I hooked up with some hot chick that he knew and a coworker knew, and oh. I had a, like a three week relationship, whatever. And um, so at this point in your head, you're separated, and at some point you're going to get divorced. We're on a break. You're on a break. <laughs> so in any case, um. She comes back home, or she's saying she wants me back and all this stuff, and and um, she was coming to get her stuff from the ta- the townhouse because she hadn't gotten it all. And the girl is dating at the time shows up, and all of a sudden they got into a fight, which I don't even understand how that happened. Uh, because technically she's your wife, yeah. And she came into her house, but the new girl, the new girl who was older than me yeah. and my ex yeah. started it because she's like, you don't treat him right, blah, 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 and went well, after yeah. <laughs> So I was like, holy shit. She was being protective of you. So in any case, uh, she got the rest of her stuff, and um, they were living in this house thing for a while. And then um, my ex like started telling me, I constantly miss you, I can't miss you, blah, blah, blah. And I said, no, I'm not. We're done. You're being strong. You're, we're done, blah, blah, blah. This is what needs to happen, so forth. And I'm trying. And then I'm talking to her on the phone, and she's talking about killing herself. Oh, Lord. Over and over and again. And I'm like, what? And I'm talking to her on the phone, and she's telling me where she's at as she's driving. And uh, she tells me, like, she's, again, sounding like she's suicidal. She's saying she took took these mess in her. She's going to take this mess in or whatever. And uh, I'm like... Whatever, just go home. Take care of yourself. You don't need me. Be strong. Be your own person, blah, blah, blah. And then I hear her uh, car revving up high. She's in her little red Corolla. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, again, when I met you and was first trying to date you, there was a couple things that stacked against you in my head that wasn't your fault. Right. Like your red Corolla. Hey, um, I didn't ask for that car. <laughs> I know. But the thing is that um, (laughs) the thing is that I hear accelerating. I hear horns going off. Sorry, I almost dropped my drink. (laughs) I hear horns, car horns. Oh, apparently she blew through a red light section on on purpose. And then I hear a crashing noise and tire screeching, another crashing noise, and I hear nothing. The phones. Oh my god! So you're panicking at this point. Like what the fuck's going on? Because you're a fixer. (laughs) Near the end of our street, near the house that we lived at, there was guardrail. Like, because it was going to be developed at one point. Okay. And it never was. Okay. There's a guardrail there. She apparently took her car like 80, 90 miles an hour and flew through it. Oh, my God. And then didn't die. So she got out of the car and walked back to the house and took a bunch of pills. And Jesus. The, 
the trash neighbor or the trash best friend of hers came home from work and found her passed out and called 911 and all that stuff. So they so, pumped her stomach. Pumped her stomach and all that stuff. And she apparently went super psycho at the crazy place and mm. was running through the hallways of the hospital naked, screaming at everybody. Already. And uh, some reason this, winner there. <laughs> my, I've got to help you. Uh-huh. Because you're a fixer. Came back. And we uh, took it back. Now, makeup sex was good. That was good. Mm. But not worth everything it took to get there. Mm-mm. That's the reason at one point later on you were like, oh, makeup sex. I said, no, 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 no. Well, no, I'm the same way usually. I don't want to, like, I don't want to no. get into a fight to no, that no, level no. just to get good makeup sex. Um, but yeah, it was, and that's the thing is you just, you're trying to do what you think is best that's helpful and stuff like that. You get kind of in this loop and trap and you don't realize you're in the trap because it's a good trap where you think you're being helpful and you think you're needed. Right. I'm needed people, you know, second child syndrome too. I'm like, people are paying attention to me. She pays attention yeah. to me. She cares what I think. No, she doesn't. Right. But, uh, but yeah, if you're not violent towards women, it's very easy to play the Meredith Baxter Bernie part of the role. <laughs> like you basically, with my youth, you take every, every lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. And at one point I played the female role of that movie all the time. Um, which is the reason why with the kids, I'm so much like we have to tell them stuff that they may, may or not uh, fully understand yet. Right. You know, because one day their story will click in their head and they'll be like, oh, that makes sense. Right. You know, so it was, uh, yeah, the definitely the domestic abuse thing. The one part of the problem I do see with society is when a man does complain that he's having problems, they're like, man up, take care of it. Put yeah, what are you supposed to do? How are you supposed to put you your know. wife in check? So right. I'm supposed to hit her back, and now you're going to be mad at me and arrest me because I hit my wife. Right. <laughs> exactly. Or they're like, man up, you know. Yeah, men can't be, be abused. You know, so. They absolutely can. Right. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's. But you did definitely. get away. Yeah. And like I said, I had to. You hid I had the truck. My uh, stepdad flew down from Virginia back to Texas to help me drive back because they knew I couldn't make the full drive by myself. Right. Yeah, you fall asleep after like two hours. <laughs> yeah, so he flew back to be my co-driver. And um, it really was good, too, because I was starting to have doubts before I left. Mm. And um, when he got down there, I was, I was locked in. You know, right. he already spent the money for the flight to He was already here. Right. And it was funny because the other day when I was going through my memory box, I saw one of the letters from her before I left. Oh, and that's oh. another thing that was downside. My ex's name was Gina. So uh, <laughs> we had Gina and a red Corolla from out of town that's originally from another state. Yeah. And then we have Jenna with a red Corolla that's originally from California. Mm-hmm. And um, when I started having real feelings for you, then it made it just feel too close to, and that's the reason why when we did get back together, I said I made a lot of unfair, uh, uh, not assumptions, but comparisons, comparisons and jumps that weren't your fault. Yeah, superficial that did not stuff. play well in your favor. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's the thing. It's just. Um, but you, you luckily yeah. had you reached out to your family. Well, they they knew stuff was up, and they reached out to me, and they're like, oh. come on, what are you going to do about this? What are you going to do about oh, this? Oh, got it. But anyway, where I was going with that is I was reading these this love note, and it was like, it's been so crazy without you. And she sent me an edible basket, and it was like, it's been crazy without you. And it shows like this zoo of car- uh, cookies. <laughs> like, it's been crazy. Sounds like a good place to go back to. Yeah, right. You know? Um. The only thing that really, what's sad is the only thing that really upset me was um, she had said my dog was missing me. And I do believe my dog would miss me, but. Yeah. I was like, that sucks. But. uh, Sorry. She's probably I'm in a much better spot now. By now. Well, I did talk to her years ago when her father had passed away. Yes. She let me know because her father I was very yes, close I to. Yes, I remember answering that phone call. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, why is Jane on the phone? I was like, uh. I can't believe this bitch is calling. <laughs> yeah. But I. <laughs> what do you want? She was asking if I knew how to help her get into her dad's computer for a lot of the paperwork and the stuff was not. Right. Probably done. Apparently her dad lost a lot of his uh, mental faculties before he passed. 
Mm. Um, was paranoid in like, um, what's the word where you're uh, paranoid about everything, but you're a manic, like manic paranoid about everything. Like and paranoid. Paranoia. He was paranoid of yeah. tons of stuff. Um, but oh, yeah, had, she's. He had MS. And she, yeah. Okay. No, uh, no. MD. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And muscular dystrophy. Okay. And he, uh, she did say, uh, she did say, I want to apologize for, I don't know if I told you this. I don't think so. She said, I want to apologize for um, how things were when near the end. She goes, the way you left was probably the only way that would have been safe for you to leave. Wow. And it was the only way that you could have left. And mm. I'm happy to see that you're happy and I'm happy too. And it's the best that it could have been. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to say I'm sorry that it had to get to that point. Well, that was big of her. So I was like, cool. Peace out. <laughs> I said, I wish you well. Yeah. Bye. And um, she never called back again. No. No, no. So it was. Uh, Probably because of the way I answered the phone. <laughs> the one thing, the one thing there's only, and I don't generally have regrets, but there is one regret I have with that relationship. You didn't take the dog. Well, the dog is, that's not with the relationship. That's just with me and my dog. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. The the thing was, is there was one night, and I remember after we were separated, I saw on her Facebook page um, that it had- You for, mean her MySpace page? Her MySpace page it had for sexuality um, undetermined. What? And I was like, wait a minute, what? And then I thought back, and there was this girl, Morgan, that was a friend that was a girlfriend of the guy down the street from us. Who was from New Zealand and the girls loved his accent. But anyway. Well, yeah. She goes, uh, I had a little bit of a crush on Morgan. Anyway, one night I'm up in bed and Gina comes in and so does this girl Morgan. And they both sit on the edge of my bed. Of course this is your regret. <laughs> they sit on the edge of my bed. Jesus and she, she goes, what do you think if, um, and I was sleeping before this, what do you think if. You know, um, we were to have some fun and Morgan was to join us. And I went, what? I thought it was a trap. I thought she was waiting to see me to get into the idea and then go, ha, 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 and then be pissed at me for it. Because you're trying to cheat on me. Right. That's what I thought was happening. Mm. Now in hindsight, now that I have medication and I can look at things more objectively. I should have said something like, well, prove it to me. Have her do this to you and have to do this to me. <laughs> and it could have gone a whole different way. Okay, yeah. But if we started to go down that route, then who knows if I would have left her or anything else. So, Or you could have had two psychos on your hands. Right. So, and they could have killed you. I don't regret the way my life has turned out. You better not. I do wish I would have had some more of that experience, though. Yeah, well, to, sorry. Uh, your, that part of your life is over. <laughs> I know. I've had other threesomes in my life, but that would have been the interesting one. Jesus. Like I said, I think she was, I think she, I thought Welcome the whole time she was testing me. I thought it was a test. So but anyway. you got away and you learned that mm -hmm. you do not need to be treated that way. And it is no. not your job to fix or make people happy. Correct. And that's. The important takeaway. Oh, yeah. So, in any case. You uh, find yourself, which you did, someone willing to work through issues when they pop up. Versus and someone that's willing to work on their own issues. Scream and yell and, and who can at least take responsibility and say, I fucked up. Right. And you need to look into that and find out why I do the way things are the way I do. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> So you have a uh, so, would you rather? Hold on. Um, before I want to just give a quick plug to the shelterhouseinc.com. Um, hold on, I spelled it wrong because I'm trying to give the. It's really number. horrible plug there. What shelterhouseinc.com? Uh -huh. I spelled it right. I spelled it right. Okay. Uh, anyways, it's in Fairfax. And they are a shelter for domestic abuse. Um, oh, gotcha. It's a sanctuary place. And they will not just house you and right. keep you safe. They will try to help you um, as far as getting out of the situation completely with lawyers mm. and um, getting jobs, finding places for you and the kids, 
whatever. Right. Um, it's called the Artemis House, and it's run by Shelter House Inc. Okay. It's in Fairfax. Um, and then there's also the Loudon Abused Women's Shelter Laws. Which, of course, is only good for people that live very close to us. Well, yeah, uh, but, but there is a uh, national... There's a national hotline. Domestic violence hotline, um, and it is 1-800-799-SAFE, S-A-F-E. That is 1-800-799-7233. And right. if you cannot make a phone call, they have texting available. You can text START to 88788, and you can also chat with them on the website. So you can just be playing on your phone, quote unquote. Smart. Yes. Yeah, that's that's it's that's free, one thing. it's confidential and it's twenty four seven. If you were listening to this and any part of you thought I couldn't be caught contacting somebody in any way, shape, or form, even if you're not feeling in danger at the moment, if you were in a situation where you had to worry at all what you're you were doing in front of your significant other, that's a bad situation. Yeah. Like for sure. You should never – there's so many people that were like, well, I can't really take that call when that person's around. Well, if you can't, then you don't have a great relationship right there. Right. Um, I've left my phone unlocked right next to you. Yeah. There's nothing on – and if you decide to pick it up and go through it, there's nothing on my phone that I'm trying to hide from she's you. She's deleted it all. No. no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, and in fact, I, and I same thing. respect your privacy more than you demand of it. I, I, right. like, I don't go into your purse to get anything. Yeah, he'll even hand me my purse. I'm like, oh, it's just in my purse. Go grab it. And he brings my purse to me and says, nope, I'm not rifling through your shit. <laughs> that's your space. One, I'm not rifling through your shit, but two, that's your stuff. And, and I don't go through your stuff. Through. Right. You know. So in any case, uh, do you I have a would you rather? I thought about it, but I've never actually done it. <laughs> do you have a would you rather? Um, I don't actually. Yeah, um, you're gonna have to get a second one ready too after this. I know. Hold on, I have my little website here. Yeah, she's gotta get a little cheat thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, oh, because we were watching Twilight with Gabby. Yep. <laughs> Would you rather have telekinesis, which is the ability to move things with your mind? Or telepathy, the ability to read minds. Or telepathy. Yeah. So do you want to – you're going to be able to use your mind and you can either read or move things. Telepathy. You want to be able to read people's minds? Yep. That is such an invasion of privacy. Yep. I would want to move things. Why? Because then I wouldn't have to get up. I'd just be like (laughs) – Okay. No, I'm definitely just not a healthy concept. I know. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, though, I would rather move things with my mind because that'd be uh-huh. kind of cool, and it's a cool party trick. But also, I don't want to know what's going on in everybody's brain. Well, you would. That's you would not... have control of when it's on or off, right? It doesn't say. Well, you would have to because kinesis, you wouldn't just be automatically moving things wherever you go. Well, that's true. So I would say in telepathy, you would begin to choose to turn on or off. Yeah, but that's such a. Like, I could literally sit here next to me and you're just like, oh, well, I wouldn't be able to tell you what's going on. And I'd be like, that's okay. I'll just read your mind. <laughs> well, that's the same amount of respect for privacy. Let me give you but why. But people don't respect that stuff. I know. And those here's... boundaries can easily be like, well, what does he really think? He said he liked my outfit and that I don't look fat. But let me think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me give you a clarification on how I would use it. Okay. What's your bottom out the door price on this car? Oh. Oh, sir, that'd be forty two thousand. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, it's I'll not. give you thirty. <laughs> what happened about uh thirty three four? Sir, how'd you get the exact number of her value? <laughs> mm. I'll take it for that price. Gotcha. Or what card you got over there? You got an Acer King? Oh no, you have an ace and nine of spades. Okay. That's cheating. <laughs> That's That's cheating. I'm considering that the telepathy would be my natural ability. And therefore it's just <laughs> using my ability. You are cheating. Um <laughs> But if you win us a lot of money, I will look past it. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I'm sorry, we don't have any tables available. What about the one you have for that rich person over there that was expected to come in in two hours but haven't shown yet? Oh. Oh. Okay, give me that table. Look at you. Or do you want me to tell your wife about that person you met with three days ago? <gasps> Give me that table. That's an invasion of privacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's for our good, so it's okay. Oh, right. So it's, right, it's for so, our good. You're so silly. 
Yeah. Okay, yeah. So for me, it would be the what telekinesis. What would be the legit way you would use it, though, instead of just getting yourself the remote and stuff? What would you... <laughs> What would you legitimately use your telekinesis for? Um, if I was somewhere and I s- happened to see like across the way that if I was in a store and there was only like one of something left and it was like a popular item. You're going to scare the shit out of a whole place of customers <laughs> I make a dress float or whatever. Or a toy or something. Kind yeah. Of I'd be like, not that kind of That's toy. That's a good I'm use of telekinesis like right there. <laughs> My arms are too short to reach this one spot. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Hit things from oh all my legs. god, that would be amazing! No, look, no hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, no, because you remember like what happened with the PlayStations and what happened with all that stuff. Like everything sh- ran out, and like mm-hmm. I could just walk in somewhere and grab. Oh, one. okay, because we were just talking about you using other devices for other things and then you bring in playstation i'm like whoa no, what kind no. of fantasies you got with a playstation <laughs> no i mean going. like with the the cabbage patch scare in the 80s remember like everybody was oh, trampling yeah. each other to get over them you just hold all the inventory way up in the air and then yeah like i that, would totally i just be like let's do. see who's a nice person here and who wasn't trying to ruin someone's life oh fuck no <laughs> you can have one i would I'll have the one. entire inventory float up in the air and then start running an auction house <laughs> And be like, what's the highest bid? All right, boom, here. And have one float down to that person. Mm. Who's next? I don't know that I'd use it like that. Oh, I'd totally abuse it. I would totally oh, when somebody parks way too close to you and you can't get into the car, just fucking move their car. Oh. I would move their car, not mine. Yeah. I would move their car and put it in a very inconvenient spot. Some asshole that's too close to you on the road, you just kind of tilt their wheels enough to move them into the other lane. Uh-huh. See, or if you're not really thinking this right. Off into the river. What? <laughs> wow. Prove it was me that drowned that car. <laughs> Telekinesis. Is that your argument for the court? I don't think so. Prove it. Uh, well, you won't be able to. Yeah, see? <laughs> it's perfect crime. All right. Car shit. Well, let's car. wrap this up then. All right. So we are not recording next week because we're going to be catching up. So we're going to be recording pretty soon for catch up and uh, it doesn't matter we will catch you next time we will be recording another one the sunday after you get back yes oh i'm leaving yeah oh but we're not talking about that yet yeah that's right it's too soon (laughs) it's too soon soon. (laughs) all right so we'll catch you on the next one thanks for listening coming up